Michelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Michelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. So today is a new year, new beginning. We're going to do this in my season six, 2022 to 2023. Today I'm going to focus on the aspect of Atlantis. We're going to look at some character breakdowns. I don't think I really went into this dedicating a full show regarding Atlantis, but I thought it would be needed. I got a lot of good feedback last season, my season five where people really tune in and was intrigued and was really picked up on the scene when I roll out Atlantis prior to last year. And of course, when I released my most recent one and that was towards the last year, part of my season six, which was a very big, good show. Hope you tune into that. You have it downloaded and share it. But today I wanna to go ahead and focus on that. So without further ado, my name is Nichelle Anderson and I love writing. I love stories and writing them, of course. Of course, my dream here is in Atlanta is go ahead and continue to get to my path of filming, particularly of my book, Mitch Mayam, A Memoir of a Past Life in Ancient Egypt. And my goal is to continue to write stories and bring them to life. I started this podcast going on um, you know, six seasons and I really enjoy my podcasting. I'm able to connect and to expand on things that I don't have you know, much time to and I create it and I move on to the next and I create and it's a lovely experience. I just love to sometimes when I can take a break and you know, drink some tea and talk about my writing and what I'm blessed with. So I'm very happy to do that. And today Atlantis came about. It was just in my spirit to kind of focus on that. This podcast is mainly from my book, as I mentioned. If you have purchased my book, please consider to leave a review on Amazon. If you love it, please be positive. I know there was a hater over there roaming around and wanted to post that awful thing. I need to do a response to that, but I've just been busy and more important things. And you know what? I'm going to take this moment to do that before I get into Atlantis. Haters are just people that they refuse to accept someone else's purpose and talent. And when I wrote my book, I sat down after it was all these images and I talk about it in the book. And I took the courage to say, I'm going to figure this out and I'm just going to write. At that time, I wasn't considered a writer, even though when I was in college, one of my English professors told me that you're good. And I did take it serious. I was in the retail and fashion. It's like, no, you need to really, really. His name was Mr. Wright. And he used to always just be very engaged when I turn in my writing assignments or what have you. Anyway, the journey of that is when those images came through and I'm sharing like a memoir, that was my heart. And I decided another courage moment to keep writing. Because he fear when it knows it's your purpose will take that away. And I remember I decided to get up from that and push through all that fear. I have a separate podcast if you're struggling with fear to surviving your journey to a success. Do check that out. I talk about that. I have a skit about Mr. Fear and his cohorts and, and comrades and all of that. But I took the chance to write that book where at that time, you know, talking about black Egyptians or black, you know, black queens and all of that was a taboo because you definitely didn't learn it when I was going in school you just learned about slavery Martin Luther King and bam here you are and that was that fear that no one would accept it or understand or connect with it and I took the chance and I did it I found a way I could put it in a book and I put it out there that took more courage particularly one when it was out with 50 pages and that fear came up like a storm and my ancestors just talked to me and said get up and I got up and I went to that, it was a typewriter back then, more so, not this iPad, and I did it. 
and I typed the remaining of the close to because you gotta like type it and it's like front and back but for that it's like you know one sheet of paper when you finish typing it up and I did that non-stop and I completed the manuscript in two months that's my journey that's my purpose that's my lifetime that's what I'm sharing and then you put it out there and then someone come and review it and don't like even they don't like the history maybe they don't like black history I don't care I'm being raw with y'all and if I read about Italians and, and their history I'm gonna honor that I'm gonna honor the books that the person took the time writing a book is a huge project it takes your soul and your whole entity and to write that awful thing on Amazon and I'm not gonna talk about Barnes and Noble I had wonderful reviews I was so busy to be three years to read these reviews of my book after I came to Atlanta and oh I was just thrilled that people connected with it and what they wrote in 2020 for some other reason and I'm getting a side eye over here was removed <laughs> and I'm just like what so that was Barnes and Noble so yeah I had like several good ones that they took the time and wrote about my book and I was so when I finally read it like a couple years after that I'm like I don't know what brought me to it. I guess you know it was just in me to kind of check that out and I was so thoughtful for them to do that and then I think a year after that whatever then I saw something with someone wrote awful if you can have a review and you maybe just didn't connect with it, but you don't try to tear someone down and to mock the characters, what I felt that came through channeling and, and being a medium of that, doesn't give the person the right to say beyond that, you know, I just didn't connect with it. You say that this wasn't for me, maybe someone else, and you'll move on. And pretty much as the old saying is, if you can't say something nice, you don't say nothing at all. So when you have people that say that about your talent and about your blessing and what you're good at, I'm sorry, what you're great at, and they tear it down to say, this is not this, this is not that. Yeah, then you turn around, they're sitting there stuffing your face with it and enjoying all all the goodness that you put out there but they can't say it to your face and to post something like that is so wrong but we all weep what we sow we all weep what we sow and I know it's a calling I know it's a purpose before I published that book Mitzrayam a memoir of a past life in ancient Egypt this is the first time I've been discussing this y'all so I'm gonna go with it before I get into my conversation I gotta deal with this um, my corporate America surviving your journey to a success that came to me because working in corporate America after college I'm like oh my gosh they don't even teach this in college this is crazy and you know what I want to help somebody and you know help people help definitely people coming out of college like I was and I wrote that book and I remember I've seen this person um, on television and she's supposed to be this and that. HR, so I said, my book, do you know that lady when I called just to check on it? You know, I was like, I would just like to check on my book to see if you enjoyed it. And I was about, you know, that she screamed at me like she was talking to somebody that I don't know, whatever, that it was awful book she ever read in her life. How could you do this? You don't know what you're talking about. And I'm listening to, she's on television. She's a television personality. The television um, station calls her in to talk about HR and everything and I sent my book for a review that's what they say to do you know you're young you're 20 you're doing what you're supposed to do and, you, and you're positive and by that time I already had the manuscript of Mitch Rayam I just didn't publish it yet I was trying to find a publisher I was doing it y'all even though that was unheard of to kind of talk about black history in that form and later on I had this issue at the job in this company and I thought to write a book about how you can survive it corporate America surviving your journey to a success 
Just came up with a title. I even planned the whole filming of the picture on the front. I did that. I had permission to use the office at the company I was with. Yeah, so that right there was the first seed of my future of being here in Atlanta filming. Of course, that little side journal of doing a stage play. But nonetheless, she's screaming on the phone. And based on my childhood, and you can check my other podcast where I talk about my story a bit, I'm so used to that jealousy abuse because I experienced it as a child. And so I just sat there and let her go off. And then when she finally finished screaming at me, it was just so unprofessional. I could have called the station manager and say, this is your expert? But what that was, was jealousy. What that was, was envy. What that was, was dumb energy. Check my other podcast, I talk about dumb energy, the same thing as bullying energy. And what that was, was disrespect. And it showed me that people that you see on television or what they say they expert are, whatever that, if they have that energy, guess what? They're not saying you're nothing, they're just selling you a pipe dream. And to do that to a person, that took the chance and wrote a second book and really is to help. If you ever do read my book, Corporate America, Surviving Your Journey to a Success, you can read it. I'm there to help. And to do that and throw all those temper tabs and all of that is nothing but the enemy. So I said, you know what? At that time, I called someone else. Bless her heart. Her name is Angelia. I put her out there. She is an angel. And she said to me, she said, it doesn't matter what she think or whatever. It matters that you took the chance to write that book and show your writing talent. I love the book. It helped me to understand what other people do in teams. And fast forward, I get to Atlanta. Two years later, I get an email. It's from Essence Magazine about that book. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It was meant to be. And I'm featured in the magazine when I was in high school. I say a couple years before that episode on the phone with somebody that should have the dignity to say, let me go ahead and check this and let me pray to God or whatever. No, she came out screaming with all of that envy and jealousy of insanity. And she could have just said, you know what? I really don't think the book is for us or I think you missed this or whatever, but good for you for doing it. And then we could have ended that call. No, she had to scream her inferiority. Fast forward from that. It's about... 2000 it's about like two years after I got here I believe and they want to feature my book mm, can I get a clap on that I did that I had the courage I didn't let that lady put me down to make feel I was inferior I was superior than her because I'm the calm one and I created a book that can help people so with that fast forward I got that blessing it was meant to be and I was in a magazine I was in high school love that magazine you know and here I am my name and my book and I'm on the front cover with three other people I share a couple other people I share on the cover and ruin the magazine are you kidding me you doggone right so when you fast forward to this comment on Amazon about my Mitram book guess what I would say bring it but I just say you know what live in your own misery because I'm gonna keep going and I love what I do and I am talented I'm sorry multi-talented and Princess Amina had a message and I called it when I explained it is of me to share with you I meant it and that's what this journey is so enough of that I had to get that out and we're gonna move forward but I was for somebody that's listening in and might be going the same thing guess what you keep going and you are the success. You are talented. And no matter who doesn't appreciate it, who cares? 
Because guess what? It's going to manifest and it's going to show to everybody. I think it's in scripture somewhere that God will present a buffet among your enemies and you're going to have it all. You hear me? All right. So we're going to get into this podcast show that just came. I didn't plan it. It just happened. It seemed like I needed to address it. And I did. That's my response to that ignorant remark. So if you love my book, help a sister out. Go ahead, tell somebody else to post a positive review of my book once they read it and they're going to get something from it. That's what those other people that their reviews was deleted was saying. It's a giving energy. It's life. So let's talk about this. Atlantis, character breakdown. It is the world family. In the last episode, we talked about episode 63, Queen Hagar enters the realm of Hawaiian. All right, you got to check that out. And she goes to speak to their ruler about who they're going to pick to replace General Hene. All right. And today we're going to focus on the character list and the short story of Atlantis. So let's begin on my podcast show. So first, the location of and the coordinates of it is similar to what they felt that it was located years ago and I would say near the Caribbean but the secondary kingdom is north of this huge island and that's where Matum the older son the first son of a Kobe so we have a Kobe and Regina that's his wife they're the kings they're the ruler and the capital is in the middle and Matum was granted in the top area of this island and he ruled that then Akobi and Legina had two children they were their twins it's a boy and a girl and they came around what I'm calling around this equinox time that the story opens up that's pretty much scene one or so and they talk about and the two the boy and the girl is our Arente girl name is Maketa and they're very close and they are ruling like near the southern region of Atlantis. So their birth signifies what was predicted that there will be unrest and disturbance. So they lack ambassadors pretty much they're going to be as well. That they also travel galactically, not just on the planet Earth, which I'm calling it Tamat, but also in different galaxies. That hasn't really rolled out that I'm going to start having those episodes like that. Now it's just talking about what's going on in Atlantis. So I fast forward the story where now they're about 18 and 20 years old in that range. So that's pretty much starting from part one going up to part eight that I had released recently uh, last year. So in my short stories on my podcast, Mole is Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt. That's coming from Mitrayam, A Memoir of a Past Life in Ancient Egypt, the book. And then when I came to Atlanta to turn into a theatrical production, I condensed it when lovely lady said you know what just what's your title going to be for your production and that's when i was like hmm and i thought about all of that and it's moments of love and i want to make sure people will know well, what's the time frame well in ancient egypt so that's how i got it moments of love in ancient egypt so with that in my podcast show i list that as episodes in atlantis i'm listing it as part part one part two so we can differentiate it because i don't want people when they search they are looking for episodes and then Atlantis story comes up because I got that in the tagline so that's why I do that and with that 
it helps me to organize it. So I have mahogany, that's another story, and I do that bonus one, bonus two. So just to kind of make sure where we're in the search so you can find what you need to find. Hint, hint, I am planning to really get into condensing it in the sense that I can package it up and for all Atlantis uh, parts you can be able to get that and buy that and that'll help with my production my filming production that I want to continue to do so with the Atlantis doing that time it's a time of peace but of course you have to work and put in the effort so it to manifest so the story progressed in parts as I mentioned before they're about 18 or 20 years old and as the story progressed you get to get a feel of Arente and Matum closeness and relationship and they have these special powers not only of affluence but telepathically, empathically, they can communicate when they're not around one another and they have a huge authority position and that was in part eight that I just recently released where it was a vote and sure enough it went to Keita that she would be the one to issue out the judgment and she did in a grand style. So Matum is the older brother and they're very close and how I left it in the last part eight he's recuperating for what was and his wife was involved, his ex-wife I should say and he is recuperating now but before he helped rule the south with his father and his mother and the north is like a not like a north pole but think of it as beacon and it has an energy force that's connected to the other galaxies and, and the other planets and so forth so by removing him or try to remove him you can have power and get resources and try to overthrow the whole island so that's what was going on in these eight parts so far but let's go through each one of the characters so the first one is Arente like I said he's male he's tall dark as Nubian skies with core color eyes and thick brown hair I'm quoting this now when I started it about 19 so like I said about in between like 19 and 20 he's a joint ruler of the southern region of Atlantis his twin sister is named Maketa so we get into Maketa she's next she's about of course the same age about 19 female tall not that tall but tall enough long dog brown hair you know curly what have you dark Nubian eyes of the deep sea and she's the joint ruler so Arenta and Maketa is joint ruler of Atlantis in the south that was given to them at birth then you have Matun, he's male, he's tall, dark and Nubian, sky eyes, uh, features in that way, thick dark Nubian hair, and he's one of the northern, we call it northern SB, ASPI region of Atlantis. Okay. Then we have a Kobe, he's male, older, tall with gray and black hair, Nubian eyes, and he's the ruler of the capital, which would be the center of the island of Atlantis. Regina, she's the female, of course, the, or the mother, and you know, older, same age of a Kobe. They in their 50s, 50, 56, we gotta say that. She's the mother of the children of the royal family Atlanta. She has high intellect. She has the third order of Nuna. I'm gonna go into what that is. So that's just like a higher rank of knowledge and intelligence and influence. Then we have next on the list is my Faith So. And Faith So basically, he's the military general of all of Atlantis with strong military skill and he's about in his you know mid 40s or what have you then we have lashan lashan is the first rank of military to the general of atlantis so you will hear by him soon and then Fayumi, and she's like a native so like a best friend to maketa so there are gonna be some other friends that's gonna roll out with you know with this atlantis and 
stay tuned for that. And there's going to be like a love story going with Maketa as well as Owente. And we're going to start expanding out. This came to me to kind of describe it. Atlantis, the size of it, I would say it's a pretty good size. It's not like a big state, like you would say the state of Florida, I would say. But it's a pretty good size if I had to describe it. Mostly it's coming in as more wider, you know, in a way. And they have interconnecting tunnels that are under water and above water. You could say several islands all into one, but it's all connected to the landmass. So that's what's coming through. They have a space where starships can land um, on land and underwater. And that's where that part eight comes into play. They're underwater and they're connecting to this, like not with the auditorium, but a way where they come in and can convene and vote. So one day I might actually have an illustrator to draw out what I'm seeing to help you connect. I definitely want to continue to expand this. I have a lot of stories that I want to come out with Atlantis that is in my mind to do. I just can't get to that yet, but it's going to be very interesting, particularly when they start traveling gastrologically and helping these other places. They have healing abilities. Arente and Makato. They work hand in hand. So I'm definitely going to see that and to heal, to educate, and to motivate. And part eight just signify they have been raised to be the judge and the jury after it has been presented of the evidence. And this is on the galactical level. All right. So with that done and said, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for me sharing that early in the beginning of this podcast. That was not planned, but I felt I need to say it. And I feel good that I said it. And I hope you feel good that you heard it and it motivates you and motivates someone else. We have to stick together. We got to love one another. And we got to say, you know what? We're going to do this. So guess what? I see you in the next one. Thank you so much. Follow me on Twitter. That's Mole. Follow Mole World at NFTs. And follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions about this or my projects, and if you want to support help funding the film for my book, you can contact us at info at M-O-L-I-A-E dot com. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you in the next one.